Welcome to the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins. This podcast is designed to empower, educate, and encourage women of all ages and stages of life in their walk with God. Our goal and intent is to provide you with the best content and topics relevant to your lives as Christians. We will have conversations with other leaders all along the way and discuss topics all of us want and need to hear. I'm so happy you're here, and I hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hello, beautiful people. I'm so happy you decided to join me on today's episode of the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins, and I hope you enjoy our time together today. As always, I want to thank you for dropping in because I know we are all busy and have a long list of to-dos, so thank you for being with us today. My goal and intent for this space is to create a place where women feel empowered to live out their God-given destiny and also to establish a dialogue that is interesting and culturally relevant to our lives today. So if you are new here, welcome. I hope you will come back for more. We have finally made it to our last and final episode about one of my summer reads called The Beauty Chasers. I hope this topic has stirred you, moved you, and prompted you to rise, to look upward, to see yourself within God's great and wonderful created story. In today's short but packed episode, I have a question for you as we begin today. Are you an adventurer? Do you like living and seeing beyond the edges? I will be the first to tell you that I am not. I am not a person who hops in the car and just follows wherever the wind takes me for the day. I like a plan. But what I'm learning is that all these plans can turn us into plastic people. And I don't want to be plastic anymore. I want to be more open. I realize I'll never get rid of all my plastic, but I want less than I used to have. For those of you who know my husband, Tim, you will know this to be true. He is an adventurer. He loves a good adventure. He loves the exploration part of it, and he has fun all along the way and usually finds a good scoop of ice cream to go along with it. Tim loves the edges. He will go out searching for the edges in life, and edges means it's more fun and meaningful to him. Willard says in the book, The Beauty Chasers, the edges are good, and the more we walk to the edges, into the edges, and beyond the edges, the more of this beautiful life we will experience, understand, and know. And I really like that. I like the whole thought of that. Now, remember in The Lord of the Rings, when Bilbo tells Gandalf that we are plain, quiet folk, we have no use for adventures. Nasty, disturbing, uncomfortable things. They make you late for dinner. I can't see what anybody sees in them. Now that is so funny when Bilbo says that to Gandalf. But it's so true, and it's true for me too. But I also know, like many of you, that adventures bring something fun and exciting to life. So at the beginning, they're really exciting. And then... As we begin the adventure, we lose sight of home and all that's familiar, and it begins to get uncomfortable, doesn't it? Scary, even. But my favorite adventures don't take me really to scary places. They take me to exhilarating views, sights, sounds, and smells, new places to experience while staying safe and sound. Growing up at the base of the Appalachian Mountains, it was common to see people, even in town, walking with something called a walking, uh, a wooden walking stick. Many hikers used them to steady their pace and their footing. In this book, 
that we're reading this summer, he encourages us to make an exchange of our walking sticks for swords. Yes, swords. Walking sticks, he says, are for the familiar places. Swords are for the daring. So what is adventure? Adventure cannot be planned. It is something that happens to you along the journey. And usually, adventure will cost us something too. I'm afraid that all those growing up on screens and digital devices will never know the true sense of wonder that comes from an adventure. Everything's already mapped out. I mean, that's why they call it a smartphone, right? We have truly lost the relationship to the world around us through AI and apps and all the navigational tools that we now use. We don't even see the terrain we're covering. We just follow the blue dot on the screen, right? Now, you know the famous Tolkien quote that says, not all who wonder are lost. We know that's from the Fellowship of the Ring. Gandalf there, he's trying to help Frodo to do two things. To number one, remember that wandering is natural for us. And number two, that navigation isn't always a certainty. Have you ever followed the blue dot and it did not take you to where you thought you wanted to go? Well, the word adventure comes from uh, the Latin and French meaning of to arrive. That's what it means, to arrive, or it also can mean what's about to happen, What's about to happen? So as Christians, we've been called into the greatest adventure the world has ever known. Life with God should be adventurous. We were created to search out. That is in the Bible. Without searching, there's an incompleteness to life, a restlessness. Have you ever felt restless? All of us do at times, and we take about filling up those places with things or experiences in order to settle the restless feelings we are having. Like Augustine, as Christians, we have to finally realize that it is to the beautiful things themselves we desire. It is, I'm sorry that it is not the beautiful things themselves that we desire, but their creator, that's when we settle the restlessness. You and I carry the answer to the world's quest for beauty. We can bring invitation into a world of adventure and wondering that many only ever read about or dream of. We can be the intersection of people and places and things and then point to the one single being responsible for all the beauty and all the adventure. See, once someone experiences that, they never go back to desiring plastic people or plastic lives ever again. And if the temptation is there, we gently remind them again of who they are and whose they are. For there will always be plastic people trying to kill the wonder we beauty chasers are after, but there is no way of truly killing it unless we let them. So put down your walking sticks, pick up your swords, and ask God to take you on adventure today that you will never forget. It will require you to go up the mountain like Abraham and Moses, but it will be a testament to others in our lives that we have truly been converted to being a beauty chaser. And when we seek for him, we will find him. That's a promise. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great adventure of life. We thank you that you have a sword ready for each of us to take along our journey and that it is able to tackle any dragon or any devil we may encounter along the way. We know the sword to be the word of God and we thank you for that. Open our eyes to your world. Help us see past the muck 
and the mess and into the realms of adventure and beauty. Help us desire to step to the edges of life and beyond, to trust you fully with our adventures. We give ourselves fully to you today. We belong to you, Jesus. We love you, and you are still the kindest one we know. We pray it all in your wonder-filled name. Amen. So here's my tip of the day today. I get so many responses to these little tips, and I pray they encourage you and that you find something you can take with you into your own life. Um, They're meant to elevate us, kind of, to call us a bit higher than where we may presently be walking, to give us all a bit of a nudge, and maybe to help us try something new. So today's tip is to pay it forward. I want to tell you a story that happened to me this week. I was in a nail salon here in the Wilmington area, and I had gone in to get a pedicure and a manicure. And I was in the salon with about 10 other people, and I began a conversation with a lady and her two daughters. She actually had brought them out for a day um, at kind of a pampering day. She was treating them to lunch, and she was getting uh, their nails done. And her husband at home it was really struggling with Alzheimer's disease, so she had had to hire a nurse for that day to stay with him to make sure he would be safe. So I got into a conversation with them, and I did notice a young man in the salon with us, and we all kind of tried to engage in conversation with him, um, but he was a little bit introverted and maybe even shy and bashful. But um, as he got up to leave, uh, pretty soon the owner of the salon came back into the area where we were, and she said the young man, who we did know his name to be Chris, that he had just paid for everyone's services in the salon that day, all of us, like 10 or 12 people. He paid for everyone's services that we were getting that day. And we were all blown away. I mean, it was such an act of generosity and kindness. And he had been so quiet when he was in there to have, you know, spent several thousands of dollars before he left with, you know, out even saying a word. And, you know, I just want to encourage you today, um, you know, pay it forward. It doesn't have to be a lot of money like what Chris did. It it might be a simple cup of coffee. It could even be paying forward a compliment. It could be watching someone's child so that they can have some free time for just a minute. It doesn't have to be big in order for it to be meaningful, right? So today, go pay it forward in some way. All right, that's all I have for you. And I want to thank you again for joining me on our episode today of the Sisterhood and Co. podcast. I hope you will join me again really soon. And as always, I want you to go make your life awesome and now also beautiful. Beautiful.